everything this morning and I had to wake up super early so I programmed my coffee maker for 6 a.m. Woke up, made myself a, a thermos full of mud. I was just like kicking in gear, you know, I had an hour and 15 minute drive, had nothing for breakfast, had two more cups of coffee in my hour and a half meeting. And then by the time I was driving home around 11 o'clock, it was it was an absolute race to the finish down 94 to get back to Chicago so that I could uh, find myself in more hospitable climes than my Ford Focus. Because let me tell you, that is not the breakfast of champions. Just just coffee? J- just Well, actually, I did have a small si- slice of... Uh, apple kringle which i think is like the state pastry of wisconsin Ooh, have you ever had one i have not was that provided at the work meeting you were at yeah that was provided at work uh it's basically a big round flat donut it's like a cross between like a coffee cake and a danish okay i think they, they only have them in wisconsin i mean it's pretty good it's not like anything spectacular, but like people in Wisconsin swear by them, kind of like they do by cream puffs and stuff like that. I'm a strong believer that bringing food to any work meeting elevates it 25%. Automatically, oh. people at least have a talking point about the meeting. Like, yeah, it was kind of bullshit, but there was some pretty good food at the meeting. The tiny Entman's blueberry muffins taste yeah. 100% better when you're in a meeting. When you're in a meeting and you didn't pay for them, for sure. Absolutely. Um, I had a pretty also terrible coffee experience this morning. Well, yours wasn't terrible. The The drive was probably the worst part. But um, <clears throat> I like to make myself a little uh, cold brew in the morning. So I'll like steep the uh, I'll steep the um, I'll like grind the beans. I'll steep it in my like mesh stainless steel ball mason jar situation. I'll yep. pour it. I'll put a little cream in it. So there's a little bit of labor that goes into it. Mm-hmm. Um, I promptly got to school this morning, took my first sip, and then just dropped it on the ground. Oh, no. You hate to see it so much. Like a full call. And like there was a bunch of kids standing there, and they are all just so sad for me. And they were actually really nice to me at school today. So maybe the secret is just do something humiliating at the start of each school day and, and just, you know, humanize yourself a little bit. You you want your students to feel pity for you at the beginning of every day. That's, yeah, that's the way to go. You want to, you know, uh, uh, what's the word? Shit. Fuck. It means bow. A genuflect before your students every day so that they treat you with, with kindness and pity like you would in front of a Roman emperor. Like, please, you're the only thing standing between like me and having a good day. Like, let's all just be cool. I have to have teacher's lounge coffee now. You don't even understand what that's like. <laughs> Welcome to a Midwars podcast where we genuflect to our audience. Please subscribe and unsubscribe and find us on Patreon. My name is Toilet. My name is Luke. Um, I, I don't think we have a Patreon yet. I don't think that we're quite there. Maybe okay. By, maybe by Christmas. You know, what? I'll post this one on Instagram and see if we can't get like a little audience going so that yeah. we can start charging the people in Belgium who listen okay. to this. Okay, perfect. Well, this is a great introductory episode to get those uh, first-time listeners in because uh, Zach isn't here. What I forget which exact um, 
form of uh, resistance he's performing today as to why he's not here today? Is he uh, spreading anti-vaccination propaganda? Uh, I don't. It's the fucking ninth tax deadline of the year. Ah. It's, it's the monthly tax deadline that apparently he has to like build into his schedule. Just going door to door, begging people to please complete their taxes. I think it has something to do with like quarterly taxes or something like that. I don't know. I don't own anything, so the only is the quarter is- over because because no, October, October, think- November, December, three months. That I think sounds this right. Is the last date for people who filed extensions on their 2020 taxes. Ah, October 15th. Is that the super delayed deadline? Cause it's six yeah, months after that's the super procrastination deadline. Got it. If you, I don't know if you're like really trying to bury shit. Like if you're like shipping bundles of cash and UPS boxes to the Cayman islands. Ah, uh, yes. And like you actually own things. This is like your tax date. That's when the people who have incomes that have more than five digits would actually complete the 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 one percenters, if you will. Although like independent contractors, like actors and comedians and stuff, their tax situation is like horribly complicated. They've got to do taxes like quarterly and you have to project your income tax like by quarter for the entire year. It's insane. That kind of sucks, too, because there's probably like ebbs and flows where there's periods of time where you're making a lot of money and periods of time where you're not. And overall, it's probably pretty flat. But um, you kind of need to, you know, like sometimes your income might be a lot less than others, depending on, you know, how often you're working. There's just a tax situation that you put yourself in. Like, I think that generally, if you are like a single income person, like maybe you own a home maybe you have a rental property like then you could still do your own taxes but there's just situations that you work yourself into where you just need to hire an accountant and boy do we have the accountant for you he's so dedicated he's not even showing up to this dumbass podcast enter promo code midworst at your local <laughs> h&r block you just have to manually say it to the teller and they'll know exactly what to do you have to just DM Zach Midworst and he'll file your taxes for you. That's for, all it takes. For 50 bucks. If you 50 just have to mail him your W-2 and your social security information. He'll take care of the rest. Don't even worry about it. And $50 cash. It's important to send cash in the mail. Super it's safe. Always send cash in the mail. Yes, that's the safest way to get it from point A to point B. So, Toilet, I'm not sure um, if in your school day you had uh, time around 1 p.m., but the playoffs were going on. Did you see this? Did you hear about this? You know, I didn't really realize it was going on until you had poked fun at, uh, what's his even name, Uh, Gary Redbarn? What's the the MLB commissioner name? (laughs) Gary Batman? Gary Batman. No, that's hockey. Fuck. Uh, Exactly. What's his fucking name? Not Bud Selig. Not Bud Selig. MLB Commissioner. Roger Goodell. Adam Rob Silver. Manfred. Rob Manfred. There we go. What a fucking idiot. This guy is the dumbest piece of shit on earth. It's a playoff game, a decider. Two of the top four largest media markets in the United States, even if the White Sox are like the second team in that market fine whatever like 
the Jets still do okay. The Angels still do okay. Like, I feel like I might have watched this if it was on at, like, I don't know, 7 or 8 p.m. tonight. We could have delayed this, and I could have sat around and had my green team watch the White Sox. The game was over by 4 p.m. So did they do this where the uh, Astros-White Sox game played and then Brewers-Braves and then Dodgers-Giants as the nightcap? Yeah, Was exactly. that kind of the plan? That, that's, okay. That is the plan. So that works if it's like the weekend or a time when people would actually be able to watch. I would even see it would make sense if they did this on like a Friday or something. I understand that it's a series, but I don't know. How else are you marketing your product? Like who the hell is able to go to a day baseball game um, on a, on a Tuesday? Tuesday, right? Who is able to do that? Who's making the executive decision like – well, we don't want to make fans decide between watching the Brewers and watching the White Sox. Like, who has that split jersey down the middle of Prince Fielder and Maglio Ordonez? Like, nobody's trying to watch both of those games. Why not yeah. air them at the same time? Air them at the same time or maybe have two early games and then one primetime game that you have on ESPN or whatever. It just it continues to not make any sense, at least like basketball. You know, when they do the Eastern and Western Conference, they'll like alternate days. So they're kind of spreading those games out. But they're always they're never starting earlier than five, six o'clock. Yeah, exactly. And it's it, it just boggles the mind because even under normal circumstances, like the Cubs don't ha- have like five weekday day games the entire season. And now we're in the playoffs and it's like all of a sudden, oh, yeah, this is a really good idea. It's also the first day of uh, NHL season. So although the Blackhawks are not playing, it's kind of cool that that obviously we've been watching baseball since March. It's kind of cool to see a different sport have it on your TV screen. So like we said last week, why don't you just wrap this up before you're starting to tread on basketball and hockey's area? Yeah, exactly, dude. Jerry Reinsdorf can't be in two places at once. Well, luckily the White Sox lost, so. He's yeah, I know. That. They were eliminated by four, but <clears throat> fans were throwing trash on the field at the G spot by at least 145 today. 10 to 1. That's yeah. like an ass kicking. Uh, but the White Sox scored that one run first, so there was a glimmer of hope. There really was. but And then Jose Altuve <laughs> got drilled, and then the Astros scored 10 unanswered. <laughs> And I think so, somebody threw like an entire beer stand onto the field. <laughs> what what do the White Sox do from here? What do they need to do differently next year to get over the hump? They need to hire an even older third base coach. What about an even older head coach? I I like that a lot. Who uh, is what's his face still alive? Uh, shit, the Italian guy with the Dodgers. Oh, Joe Torre. Joe Torre. <laughs> Let's see. Is Joe Torre still alive? Joe. <laughs> Joe Torre is definitely still alive. How oh, about uh, Joe Girardi? Joe Girardi. Perfect. No, um, he's too young. He's way too young. Oh, you want to guess how old Joe Torre is? Is he 90? He's 81. No. Yeah. Get he, Joe Torre in the mix. He was born before World War II. Yeah. Oh, my God. We need to get like somebody who remembers the. Oh, here's what we do: reverse Ted Lasso. Find the oldest British person to be the ah, manager of the White Sox. Ooh, I like that. 
Um, do you think Joe Torrey's email account is more disgusting than John Gruden's? I think that he probably skipped it by not knowing how to do email ever. Mm. Like, I think he's old enough where he didn't have to even sign up for like uh, Earthlink or a Hotmail or an AOL. And like his family were just like, you have to handwrite your thank yous to Grandpa Joe Torrey because he's not going to look at his email. And I think that's how he avoided that situation. Jeez. Or, you know, uh, my paisan is smart enough not to put anything in writing. Um, so I don't know how closely you've been watching the baseball postseason. I have a friend who's very much so a seam head and has been watching a lot of postseason baseball. He says that Joe West is not the worst umpire in the MLB. Have you heard this? Have you read about this? He had an almost perfect game the other day. I think he only got one call wrong and it was he called like a strike instead of a ball and it was like just outside the zone. But he called about as flawless a game as you could. Can we give Joe West an appreciation moment? Uh, snaps, snaps for Joe West. Snaps Country for Joe, Joe West. West. Uh, the current worst uh, umpire in MLB, his name is Angel Hernandez. Have you heard about this oh, guy? Oh, we we love Angel Hernandez. He he's a he's a a pioneer of the bad umpire game. So yeah, trailblazer. <laughs> Uh, the New York Post uh, wrote an article back in June of 2021. Um, <clears throat> our boy Angel Hernandez had a game in which he had, let me find the exact statistic here. He had, ooh, uh, 24 incorrect calls, which gave him a percentage of 83%. That is really tough. Like getting 20% of the balls and strikes wrong. 20%. <laughs> one in five was wrong. That's the, it was the worst umpired game of the season. That so. is brutal. Cool throne, Joe West, hot seat, Angel Hernandez. Hot seat, all of the, all he. They're like of the same like generation of uh, of umpires. I think those two. I mean, hopefully get some better ones, or like we get a Boston Dynamics backflipping dog robot to be the umpire for next season. There we go. Hell yeah! I think it's more frustrating that he always had this in him. Like he's he's always had it in him. Or maybe he just got he's better to be lucky than good. I don't know, man. Yeah, I uh, I think if we if we knew, then we wouldn't be able to understand. But um, just it, just great to make yourself the center of attention, make yourself the story. It's it's always good when you can name a couple of the officials and referees because you are uh, a more intriguing part than what is actually happening on the field. Shout it's out to Donaghy, the Shout most out. intriguing referee. So, Luke, your prediction looks pretty good. You picked the Giants. They're currently up two games to one against the Dodgers as we're recording this. Um, so they're looking pretty good. And I believe the Cardinals lost their series. Is that true? That That is true. They lost the wild card game to the Dodgers. Excellent. Okay, so we're in a really good spot right now. Um, and then let's see. What is next? Oh, okay. So the ALCS will be Astros Red Sox. That's true. That is true. And then we will either have Giants. Oh, the Braves are in it. So it'll be Braves, Giants, or Braves, Dodgers, correct? That's pretty good. Okay. So I guess it's at least setting itself up for um, Friday will be the first game of the ALCS. And then Saturday will probably be the first game 
it looks like, of the NLCS. So they're getting back to the weekend. They're getting back to primetime. They're going against football, but that's kind of the way that it goes. I mean, um, they, they've got to do it on Friday. They have to own that day because yeah. then they're not going to have a night until Monday. Yeah, you got you got to go against the Friday night lights and against like that weird, obscure Pac-12 game that happens on Fridays. Yeah, exactly. Own it. Own it. But um, everybody on the Dan Ryan tonight, watch out for Tony Larusa because he's going to be <laughs> having a couple sodas in the locker room, and they're not the Budweisers that they're spraying at each other. They're just the ones that he keeps under his desk. Do you think he comes back, Tony Larusa? I think he's on like a three-year contract. Yeah, well, John Gruden is on a ten-year contract. Ryan Storff isn't going to fire him though. Okay. He's I not going to put it on him. I feel like Tony LaRusso is a known quantity in terms of like the racist shit that he's done in his career. Like it's not exactly a secret. Well, I didn't even mean racism. I just meant like bad managing. I don't know enough about baseball to know if that is the reason they lost. But I mean, losing three games to one is kind of embarrassing. And I mean, losing was, 10 to one is pretty embarrassing. So. He was bold enough to let go of Ventura like the first time they made the playoffs in 15 years. So yeah. who knows? But I assume that LaRusso is more of like a, his guy, like Garpax type sycophant than uh, Robin Ventura was. Mm. You know what I mean? Tony LaRusso seems like one of those guys who would just like be in a Reinsdorf organization. Yeah, he it's seems forever. like a sort of type until guy. he dies. <clears throat> until he's dead. Yeah, ride or like, die. He's gonna literally like ride <laughs> until <a> die. <laughs> he's gonna ride behind the wheel of his Mercedes until he dies by wrapping it around a light post. Shout out to Lance Briggs. We know you didn't do it. You didn't do it, buddy. Somebody stole that Ferrari. <laughs> <laughs> I love that when people ask him about it, he just laughs and changes the subject. <laughs> I'm pretty um, sure that happened again mm-hmm. recently where somebody like obliterated a McLaren on the Edens and just left it there and was like, yes. yeah, I don't know what happened. It's crazy. <laughs> who, who could know? <laughs> but the guy was just like sitting in like one of the car dealerships off of there. <laughs> Pissed drunk. Oh, God. All right. Before we uh, incriminate ourselves, let's. Uh, change the subject here. I've got a good one, Toilet. And right, I think go we're ahead. on the, on the um, topic of sports. Yeah, um, sports. I was getting some feedback from Maddie about the podcast because she's one of our diligent weekly listeners. Shout out to our diligent weekly listeners. We love you so much. We love you so much. And see, she suggested that we have more recurring topics. Ooh, does she want to hear about more disgusting food? Uh, no. Well, maybe we could bring back the disgusting food recurring topics. I feel like we haven't touched on that one in a while. Does she want to hear more about pooping at work? That's my favorite Uh, subject. I mean, we could touch on that a little bit later. I mean, there's there's always an adventure with that one. Um, But I wanted to touch on something that we actually hit on last week. um, And that's embattled NFL coach of the week. Last week, we talked about Urban Meyer. Yes. I think you've already brought him up, so I'm not going to make a joke about like, oh, the coach of the Texans or like Lafleur or whatever. Um, let's talk about John Gruden, um, the man Ooh. who was so embarrassed by the Chicago Bears that he resigned following immediately following the loss. 
Um, are we able to backtrack this all the way to the beginning of the season? I'm, I'm picturing like, like a belt of shame that the coaches just kind of pass from back and forth. So if we're going, obviously the end of this week would be John Gruden. The week yep. prior would be Urban Meyer. Yeah. The week prior to that would be Matt Nagy getting his pants pulled down by the Browns. Correct. So we need to figure out who the week's three, two, and one loser coaches. Is. is that week true? Week one is LaFleur because they okay, got week, absolutely yep. shit kicked by the Saints. Yep. Okay. So we need to figure out who it is for week two and week three. Okay. Um, Okay. And and we keep talking about how Urban Meyer owes John Gruden a beer because John Gruden took the uh, eye of the media off of Urban Meyer. Yeah. But I think Dan Snyder is the person who really owes John Gruden a beer because nobody is talking about the fact that all this surfaced because the FBI raided the Washington football team's headquarters and absolutely like dumped their servers on the internet. Yeah. Dan Snyder noted bad guy, not a good guy. Pretty much everyone knows that. Um, It's interesting to see all these talking heads kind of come out after Someone gets shit can like I saw Keyshawn Johnson kind of went off on John Gruden earlier today. Um, and I get why, because people don't want to, you know, badmouth someone who's still offers some kind of opportunity or is still relevant in the league. They kind of wait until that moment has passed when they kind of pile on. But I kind of wish that there were more outspoken people out there who weren't just, you know, kicking around on a podcast talking shit about coaches that we like or don't like. Um, but it was pretty obvious that John Gruden was not a good person. Um, no, and no one should be shocked or surprised to see that this news came out at all. Not only was he not a good person, he wasn't a particularly good football coach. No, like pretty as, lucky. Yeah, like he backed his way into a Super Bowl with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers mm-hmm. when they were like out of their mind good, like just an absolutely loaded defense. Like the the type of like like Hall of Fame All Pro defense that like any coach would dream of, and then mm-hmm. was pretty fucking mediocre for the remainder of his career, yeah. and like had one like moderately funny interview with Andrew Luck, parlayed <laughs> that into a shitty Monday Night Football job, parlayed that into a ten year one hundred million dollar contract from the dumbest owner in the NFL. No one should ever be given a 10-year contract. No no one ever looks at a 10-year contract like, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. I guess the only one I can think of was the Patrick Mahomes one where you're like, okay, let's just lock this guy in forever because um, he's It's not going to get better than this. It's not going to get better than this. Um, but whenever you see those like weird hockey-style contracts where they used to be like, yep, 10 years, 10 million, you're just going to kind of stick around forever – I feel like that never by year three or four, you're just kind of looking at the, like, what the hell did we do here? We have no way out. And this is, this is how Dan Snyder weasels his way out of it because like all the yep. talk is about John Gruden and his like stupid contract and how stupid Mark Davis is. But the fact of the matter is Dan Snyder is fucking evil. Didn't Dan Snyder hire like a president of football operations who's kind of, like the guy that he blamed for everything anyway. Like, isn't that kind of his thing? He kind of just like hides behind the person who like takes all the blame and he like 
kind of puts it all on them. I forget what that guy's name was, but yeah, I assume he's surrounded by fall guys. Like everyone yeah. in his crew is the guy who holds the weed for the NBA players. <laughs> <laughs> like that's everyone around Dan Snyder. Um, all right. So I looked at, I looked it up. So week one was uh, the Packers getting pissed on by the saints 38 to three. So LaFleur was the weenie coach of the week. Weenie of the week. Week two, the Vikings lost to the Cardinals at the last second. Oh, yeah, it's Zimmer. And they had just lost the previous week in overtime to the Bengals, 24-27. So I feel like it was probably the Vi- the Vikings. Yeah. Um, every time I look at Mike Zimmer and they don't play well, I feel like I see Brad Childress's face just superimposed like a child <laughs> predator type uh, face on him. Then it was obviously Matt Nagy, twenty six to six against the Browns, looking like the most low T offense anyone's ever come up with, ever. Uh, and then week four was uh, the Jaguars losing to the Bengals after they were up by two scores on Thursday Night Football, and then obviously all the things that happened after that. And then week five has got to be John Gruden not even putting up a fight <clears throat> against a pretty impotent Chicago Bears team losing twenty to nine. Yeah, I mean, the the performance on the field was bad enough, but, like, shit. I don't know. And the thing is, like, he let, Deuce is still, like, in the Raiders organization. So good, good for Deuce, I suppose. Not, for, not Deuce's fault. It's, it's tough when you take when you take a coach and then they have a child and their child is small and wide and then you name them after a nickname for feces. Like, that's just... But he made himself wide. He was just small originally. Is Deuce Gruden's real name Deuce? No, it's. Uh, I think he's John Junior. Or uh, John the Second. Oh, that makes sense because he's the second. Yeah. Duh. It's like Trey. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Uh, this says football running back is the first link. Um, maybe in high school. His neck is actually sticks out wider than his ears. Yeah, that's the way men should look. <laughs> Do you have a problem with his traps toilet? The, the picture of him next to like the the punching dummy where he and the punching dummy look identical is just so good. Yeah. I mean, those are the Gruden genes. That's why all of their moms died during childbirth. It's because their neck is wider than Wait, their is head. that true? No, dude. Oh God! Oh, you <laughs> had me there. Be, be... <laughs> yeah, wide that, unit. That would be so. <laughs> and then doctors in like 1988 couldn't figure out just to give them a C-section. It's like this is the way. This is how <laughs> that the Grudens just like reproduce, or like there are no women in the family. There's only deuces and jays. That's all we have is do you're either a deuce or a J. We'll know by age eight if you're gonna be a deuce or you're gonna be a J. I mean, I'm sure John Gruden will land on his feet as the next Secretary of State of the US and the Donald Trump organization part two. Yeah. Yeah. He's I'm gotta sure have a job there, out. right? They've already they've already touched base, I'm sure. He's like already a campaign manager doing that. <laughs> Running for Senate somewhere. Uh, well, fuck you, John Gruden. Let's just uh, come on, come on out and disavow right away. And fuck you, Dan Snyder. If your employment tactics can be compared pretty equitably and, in fact, unfavorably with the Qatari government, you are a fucking piece of shit. You are a piece of shit. 
Like, uh, stop but, selling your cheerleaders into, like, human trafficking situations by sending them to Costa Rica, taking away their passports, and making them schmooze with fucking sponsors of your stupid fucking football team. Which also sucks. Your team sucks. Fuck you. Fuck Great America. Fuck Six Flags. Fuck Raul John. Fuck you. And they're playing the Chiefs this weekend, so we'll extra... They also have the there. lowest attendance in the NFL right now. Nice. Nice. Hey, um, speaking of NFL games, uh, the Packers and Bears play this weekend. Yeah, that's going to be tough. So should we do a little uh, NFL preview uh, for this weekend? Yeah. So I'm thinking at 12, the kickoff's at 12 noon. Okay. Um, at 12.10, I'm going to want to kill myself. Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, if the Bears like receive the kick, we might be able to delay that until like 1218. Yeah. Um it was it was I didn't even watch the game last week, which was the best therapy possible. I just got to kind of check in on the score and then uh later in the day saw that they had won, which was really nice. Um but this is one where un- unfortunately I'm very available to watch the Bears game. Uh, and I will have to watch it. Maybe I should just make plants. Maybe I just shouldn't even watch. You're going to call up Toilette and be like, hey, you want to go apple picking this Sunday? This would be my Bill Simmons, Sil Bimmons apple picking game. I just don't I don't want to watch because I just know I'm going to be sad. I mean, dude, if you're going to pick an apple picking Sunday and really like zig when everyone else is zagging, like going during Bears Packers, you have like the entire greater Chicago, Milwaukee metropolitan area pumpkin patches available to you. That's a great point. Yeah. I, I can pretty much be the king of the Northwest suburbs because everyone will be home watching the game. And if I just don't even bring my phone and, you know, go, go out in the sunshine and, you know, pick a couple apples, maybe pick a pumpkin out, uh, go for a little hayride, eat an apple cider donut, you know, and I come home and see, we lost 35 to seven. I'll be like, Oh, who cares? You're going to be able to ride the smelliest camel in the world four times in a row in a circle of a, with a circumference of approximately 20 feet. Yep. Yep. And, you know, I'll be able to, you know, just get through the rest of my day. No problem. I didn't if I didn't see it all happen. It's like it didn't even happen. Right. I know the animal rights activists out there. Uh, shout out to all of our listeners and PETA are probably going to say that those camels aren't well cared for. But I feel like there's at least a standard of care. The smell that comes off of those animals is absolutely unbelievable. Yeah, so is that that's not the animal's problem, is it? I think they just smell really bad, like ferrets. I feel like that's just a smell that they produce. Hmm. Or maybe because they're not in their natural habitat which is very dry they might smell worse but camels Um, smell really bad the ones at the lincoln park zoo like if like a breeze is coming in the wrong direction you can smell those things all the way at LaSalle street is that the smelliest animal camels yeah um outdoors i feel like i haven't smelled a smellier animal wow Hot at least in cameras. my opinion, at least in my opinion, you've got a smellier animal. 
I don't know. I haven't been to the zoo in a long time. I think this might be a good research project for us and our listeners. Maybe, maybe comment on, on Luke's Instagram post. Let us know what you think the smelliest animal is. Indoors, like birds are insanely smelly. Oh God. You know, anyone who had a ferret, those things smell terrible. Yeah. That's maybe camels are giant ferrets. Maybe those like divergent evolution where they're like long lost kindred spirits. Yeah. Um, so Luke, I made an error when I was trying to copy and paste and I found, uh, the, the secret, um, the secret part of an Excel spreadsheet. Oh, wow. You hit F12. I hit shift command C on my Mac. Oh, perfect. So Uh, what am I looking at here? Because I'm so confused. Um, you are looking at like the 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 code for this web page this I mean, is you, you can't edit it or anything but you can see like how everything is working with this and those are all like the apis and like the front end back end development stuff if you want to look like this is like all are, the html you're if hacking you look, if you want to look like you are in like a crime movie or something go ahead and hit f12 or shift command c on your map <laughs> and you I'm look in. like <laughs> you will look like a fucking hero. I'm so perturbed by this; it freaks me out. You're you're gonna break the internet, dude. You're gonna download a virus under your computer. You're gonna download LimeWire and then porn and then another <laughs> virus onto your onto your work computer. You're gonna ransomware the entire school district's system. <laughs> Uh, okay, so speaking of, in the similar uh, context here, things that totally freaked me out, uh, I'm a, I'm with Twilight over the weekend, and we're kind of doing some around the house chores or whatever. She's like changing the battery out of her smoke detector. She grabs the nine volt out of the bat out of the uh, the back of the carbon monoxide detector or whatever, and then licks it, and then screams. What the fuck, dude? And I was why that's exactly what that? that's exactly what I said. I'm like, why the fuck did you do that? She's like, oh well, if you get shocked, that means that there's still some juice left in the battery. No, don't do that. Or maybe just don't lick a fucking battery toilet. Especially a nine volt battery. You could burn your fucking tongue doing that. Yeah. She's like, ow, that hurt. <laughs> and it's hard to be a comforting boyfriend when really all you're thinking is well, that seemed kind of dumb. <laughs> it's like you're getting ready to deep fry something on the stove and you try and test the oil temperature with your pointer finger. It's like, what the fuck do you expect is going to happen? She's like, oh, well, you can only do it with nine volts because you can lick both sides of it. I'm like, well, I mean, you could put an entire A battery in your mouth, but I don't think I've ever done that because it seems like a bad idea. It seems like an incredibly bad idea. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, any listeners out there who are super interested in having, uh, you know, checking the, the quality of their batteries, if you want to put a nine volt battery in your mouth, go ahead and do that. Maybe then chug some diet Coke and have a mento and see, just give it a big old shake and see how, see what happens. Hmm. I can't tell if the edge of this glass is chipped. I'm just going to rub it slowly across my lip (laughs) to see like if this glass is still good. I'll just kind of (laughs) gently graze it against my neck. Yeah, exactly. Um, I had some other football thoughts from the weekend. I don't know if you had a chance to watch the uh, rebranded Red River, Red, Red, 
Red Wed Wibbo Wivalry. Wed Wibbo Wivalry. The Wed Wibbo Shootout. I'm Papa uh, Walters, and this is the Wed Wibbo Wivalry. We cannot call it the Wed Wibbo Shootout anymore because that implies violence and weapons. So we're going to call it the Showdown, which definitely does not have to do with weapons at all. Definitely not the Showdown at the OK Kawaii. <laughs> Uh, Strong bed. <laughs> sorry, sorry, we really laughed at the home star runner talking about the Red River rivalry. Red, that was pretty good. Red River. Why is it called that? Is there a river that goes between those two? It's schools? it's the Red River runs between Texas and Oklahoma. Ah, uh, okay, got it. Um, like the straight across part, that part, like Texas, the, the, like hat. the little little bumpy part next the to the bump, hat. Okay. Got it next to the hat. Um, free hat. Uh, did you see the fox that ran onto the field? No, I didn't watch that game at all. I was okay. I was a little uh, occupied on Saturday, so I didn't get to watch any college football. Having sex. I, w- I was having sex during the entire Red River rivalry. Three hours. For four and a half hours of the coverage. With which my is socks on. <laughs> With my socks and a top hat on, <laughs> like a likely, likely gentle sir that I am. Uh, well, a fox ran onto the field, and my thought was, I remember there was a cat that came onto the field last year uh, for a home uh, Giants game. How do animals get onto a field? Like I, to me, it's an internet. Like, hey, let's just like let an animal loose in the middle of the stadium to kind of get a reaction from people. I'm gonna crotch a raccoon and bring it into the stadium. In order yeah, to let I don't it think a, a Oklahoman is like wearing a fox hat, and then at halftime they're like, actually, it's been a fox this whole time, and then throws <laughs> it onto the field. I don't think if Elmer Fudd is doing that at the Wed Wibble Wivalry. Excuse me, sir. I'm going to need to check your bag. It's standard procedure. This isn't a trash bag full of bats. I'm not trying to bring a trash bag full of bats into this stadium. Like, how did that animal get in? If it's not someone doing a prank or joke or whatever, how does a fox get into a stadium like that? I mean, have you ever? Well, I know that you've been to college football stadiums. They're like pretty open. And some of them are through the gate. Yeah, I think they run through the Walk gate. Walk right in. No one would see it coming. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I don't think that like nobody would see it coming, but like you know how birds sometimes get trapped in restaurants and stuff like that, uh, or in I churches. Saw, uh, a Seahawk landed on a fan after the uh, Thursday night game last week. Was that a wild hawk, or was that the one that they let loose and like fly around? The I think stadium? it's the one they let loose in. Yeah. And that guy was bald. I mean, talk about bad luck. It's not even yeah, like a talons. lady with a bouffant hairdo. <laughs> That's why I picked him because it was so shiny. <laughs> uh, and the other look at this I delicious ha- bald rabbit, like this hairless cat. Ooh, something shiny. Ooh, piece of candy. Uh, I think my other a magpie. Thought- <laughs> <laughs> my other thought watching college football was, you know, when you're watching a game. And there's just one lady who's positioned perfectly for where the camera is and where yes. the microphone is. And you can hear like general Her murmur. Specifically. Like, ah. And then there's one lady. Don't get him! Huskers! Yeah. Like there was just, I don't even remember what game it was, but like all I could hear was that one lady scream throughout the entire game. 
it's great when they get a guy who's like running his mouth and is like cursing constantly. Like, <laughs> they can't do anything about it. <laughs> and uh, like I don't know, whatever like like Mar- Marv Albert's like fifth favorite son who's calling a college football game instead of a basketball game. It's like, and the fans are really letting him have it here, and they just like <laughs> sort of have to comment on it. <laughs> Yeah, I just wish we could know what those seats were in a stadium and you could pay extra to be in that seat. Like, hey, this is the the hot mic seat. Everyone's going to hear what you say the whole game. And then maybe you have to pay double. I don't know. I feel like they'd be worth it. I, I'm I'm buying those seats at FedEx Field. I'm positioning myself right in front of the CBS broadcast. Dan Snyder's a piece of shit! I'm, I'm screaming into Jim Nance's mic. <laughs> The entire time. I'm not even facing the game. I'm facing inward toward the booth. Tony Romo's a pussy. (laughs) Yo, Romo, I see you dropping that place kick again. (laughs) Des didn't catch it, you pussy. (laughs) Oh, fuck. I I wouldn't do that because that's like Packers. And I, I, I can't do Des didn't catch it. Uh, this is a Des Caught It podcast, unfortunately. This is a Des Caught It podcast because it was against the Packers. Um, yeah, I have one other one, but it's kind of a longer story, and it's probably better for Zach to be here, too. Um, so that's all I have this week. All right, Toilet. Um, how are we feeling about our job right now? Are you feeling, are you feeling good about it? Which job? Your job. Like being a teacher? I, yeah, I know that, like, you know... It's been a it's been a long couple of years being a teacher, you know, lots of ups and downs, lots of changes. Um, I was wondering if you uh, might consider a change in career. I would consider a change in career. It's been kind of a tough last two years specifically, um, but I might just need a change of pace, like working with a different grade level or a different school or um, something like that, because I've kind of caught in a rut. I've been doing the same thing for about six years now, so it's kind of time for something different. Well, um, I, I'd like to prepare you for a potential career change opportunity. Excellent. Um, as a teacher, as we well know, you don't use drugs. So you're one of like the 15% of Americans who can apply for this job. Nice. Um, you're a football coach, so you're instilled with a sense of discipline. You're yep. a leader of men. You yep. command authority. Um so I think, you know, maybe next after you get done with this whole teaching business, you move into a different segment of public service and become an FBI agent. Uh, sounds badass. Do I get a badge and a gun? You get a badge and you get like the biggest gun possible. Oh my God. Yes. You're carrying a 50 caliber revolver. You're carrying any gun you want, basically. If any you're in the gun. FBI. Fully strapped. Um, but I I wanted to prepare you for some of the questions that you might get in your interview with the FBI. Um, this was released as part of a FOIA because they are a government agency. This comes to us, uh, from the book of lists by Russ kick. I Mm. don't think that's his real name. Um, but these are 17 questions you will be asked when applying to become an FBI agent. Okay. Uh, Toilet. Are you, are you ready? Uh, my answer is yes. Okay. Um, question number one, have you ever been fired from a job? Yes. 
what happened? Um, I was a uh, gymnastics coach at a <laughs> uh, like a like a it's like I a forgot about this. at a like a place where kids can have like birthday parties basically from ages like two to eight or nine. Um, and it's like a gymnastics gym. And then they have like a little room that the kids eat pizza in. And I was just a 16 year old piece of shit. So I'm sure I didn't show up one time or I don't know, was a 16 year old and got fired. Yeah. That was, that was a short lived opportunity. Were you the pizza guy or were you watching kids jump on the trampoline and make sure they didn't like break their neck? Yeah. Watch kids jump on the trampoline and then a pizza server. So I don't know how I fucked that up, but I did. Probably by showing up late. Probably by showing up late from football practice, you know. Sorry, that, I was that, squatting. But that that was getting fired. So I got fired. Yes, let go. Um, which is good because the next question is: Have you ever left a job by mutual agreement following allegations of misconduct? Following allegations of misconduct, no. Okay, good. You you weren't fired from the bowling alley. I have mutually parted ways with the bowling alley and the ice cream shop. We saw things differently. We had different creative visions for the company. So did you even like get a paycheck from the bowling alley? Were you I, long, long enough to get paid? I think I worked there for two months, which when you're 17 is like an entire lifetime. Yeah, that's true, I guess. And for their perspective, it's like this guy just did training and now he's done. That's it. It's over. Did you register with selective service as required? Uh, I don't know what that is. So that no. means you, are you registered to vote? Oh, I'm registered to vote. Yeah, yeah, you're eligible for the draft. Yes. Well, I'm too old now, right? Uh, I think if shit really hits the fan, we're still in draftable age. Like if we go, like we go against the Mars or the Moon or something, we're we're eligible. Yes, when we fight the Moon <laughs> <laughs> with handguns as Americans, perfect. <laughs> We'll, we'll be drafted into service. Hopefully it's an away game. It'd be fun to, fun to do it on the moon. <laughs> when we get uh, Starship Trooper to the moon to fight the celestial body itself. Hell yeah. As an away game. Kick the moon's ass. They're sending all 30-year-old desk jockeys to Hell yeah. Us and Zach. Against the world. All against podcasters the world. versus the moon. <laughs> podcasters versus the moon. Title of the podcast. Um, have you or members of your immediate family, including in-laws, been employed or acted as a consultant for a government firm or agency? Hell no. No one in my family would ever... No one in the government would ever want to talk to anybody in my family. Nobody from the toilet clan is ever involved in the government. No. no on, on zero Fuck levels. that shit. We hate that. We hate that. Um, this might be a little bit of a tell on yourself moment. So, um, but I think this is a really crucial question for anybody applying to the FBI. Just got to get out there. Have you engaged in acts or activities designed to overthrow the United States government by force? By force? No. <laughs> by, by subterfuge? <laughs> by subterfuge? TBD. Per perhaps. Perhaps. I feel like this is a pretty critical question. I feel like you have to put this out there like before the phone screen, you know? Like yeah. Like, Hey, you had any thoughts about treason? <laughs> have you ever tried to do a little bit of treason by force? Light, light treason by force. 
Like, are you currently part of a militia group trying to actively overthrow? Are are you part of the Taliban? <laughs> yes or no? Osama bin O'Connell applying for <laughs> a job <laughs> at the FBI. No, I swear to God, like it's all good. Just your regular guy. <laughs> I have a little bit of a gap in my employment from working at my family's construction company. I was in Pakistan for a little while. Don't worry about it, but I'm really interested in working here at Quantico. (laughs) Have you ever been over 120 days delinquent on any debts or had any debt placed for collection? Um, well, I have been placed for collection, but it was actually their fault. They had incorrect information. So not to dunk on the government, but sometimes they have fucked up my finances. True. They be like that sometimes. And there's a 100% chance that I overdrew my, uh, debit card in high school because again, (laughs) I was a 16 year old piece of shit. I think we've covered that. Um, so it's probably not for 120 days. Uh, but I wouldn't be surprised if it was 60 to 80. Um, I have gone to collections and this happened to my Comcast bill, my senior year of college Ooh. because my housemates were getting the bills and decided not to pay them. So yeah, if you don't pay them, you don't have to pay your bills. Genius level. And then I got a call from collections after it got sent there and like, I ended up having to pay an extra 60 bucks. I was like, yo, what the fuck? If you throw the bills away, it's like you never got them. But I feel like that's all good. I feel like like, if I joined the FBI, my FBI mission would be to overthrow Comcast. Oh, I like that. Um, I like that a lot. I hate the way that streaming, cable, all that shit works right now. So I'm so in. Are you a licensed motorcycle driver? No, but Toilette is. Really? Yeah. That's interesting. Have you sat on the back of her motorcycle? Does she have a motorcycle? She does not have one, no. Could you I, sit on the back of her motorcycle? I I don't know. I'm pretty heavy, so I feel like it would tip over. I'm, I don't have really good balance, and I'm afraid of loud noises, so motorcycles just really aren't my thing. And that's, that's fair. I'm very top-heavy. Um, where was your sister's spouse born? Boulder, Colorado. Mm, sounds like liberal hippie nonsense to me. Big time. I mean, is that a real well question? France. Yeah, that is a real question. <laughs> I thought that was like the, we're just trying to figure out your passwords to all your email accounts. Uh, that might be true, but I think that this is like a subtle way to figure out if you have ties to any like people of different nationalities. Oh, okay. Like if you said Algeria, that might be a bit of a red flag. Interesting. Or Canada, that would be a huge red flag. They were born in Georgia, the country. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Are you now or have you been a member of a foreign or domestic organization, association, movement, group, or community? combination of persons that is totalitarian fascist communist or subversive it's really running our, the gamut here our podcast is pretty subversive yes and we're both uh well we're definitely totalitarian 
because yeah. I, I control everything that goes out. Yep. I, can, I definitely can control the narrative. <laughs> yep. We're controlling all the narratives and we told Zach not to come today. So we're, we're silencing him. It's communist because there is technically a union, even though you guys are far delinquent on dues. Oh, shit. <laughs> and it's also fascist because I'm going to kick you off the podcast if you don't pay your communist dues. How many months am I delinquent? Just pay this month. It's fine. That means two months. Um, I'm going to skip ahead. Do you use alcohol to what extent? Uh, duh, and to party. <laughs> I use alcohol to get fucking drunk. Do you know that? Uh, it, this is probably going to be unsurprising, but the CIA and FBI are like big Mormon employers. Oh, because they want people who are like clean cut? Yeah. Uh. Um, I feel like this one is an ADA violation, but have you or any member of your family ever suffered from mental illness, insanity, epilepsy, or had psychiatric consultation of any kind? Uh, the schizophrenia runs in my family. I feel like that's a question that you're not allowed to ask in an interview, but maybe if you're the FBI, they're okay with that. Okay. So strike that from the record. You can't ask me that. It's a HIPAA violation. Okay. Um, have you ever been declared bankrupt? No, but my parents have. Um, and I was a minor, so maybe that, that might be a red flag. Um, how did you become interested in bureau employment? Uh, gun holding, uh, gun holding. Yeah. Uh, strong sense of patriotism, being able to threaten Uh, family members, strong sense of nationalism. True. Um, yeah, having having small genitals. Ooh, that's a good one. I don't like Italians, and I want to put as many of them in prison as possible. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not perverted. I just hate Italians. <laughs> exactly. I feel like that's what the FBI investigates, right? Organized crime. I'm a self-loathing Italian who wants to clean up the Italian name by getting rid of all the bad Italians and leaving only the good Italians. Ethnic Absol- cleansing. Absolutely. Um, I think that we are both very poor choices for uh, FBI employment. Is that all 17? Um, I skipped a couple. but So basically, do you, do you like democracy and do you hate treason are the two questions. And do you owe anybody any money? <laughs> and if... <laughs> The, the the question about the, the job thing is just like, I feel like most most adults would be like, yeah, my job when I was 16, I was a piece of shit because most people are a piece of shit when they're 16. So I feel like you should like word that differently and be like, after age 22. After age 22, have you been fired from a job? Yeah, no. No. But I feel like, the, the, like getting fired is a strike on your permanent record. I really? guess it depends on the firing. Yeah, I mean, I feel like most people work weird jobs for a couple months at a time until they graduate college or figure out what they want to do. So that really shouldn't count. Yeah, I was like supposed to direct Guardians of the Galaxy 2, then I got fired. Uh, Are you going to a... Is that a joke or is that a real thing? I can't talk about that on this podcast. Oh, 
Stay tuned. That's a nice little teaser. I, I don't think I can talk about it until like November. Oh, you got to stick around until November to figure out what we're talking about. Shit. It got to end the podcast right there. Call your mother. Tell her Luke has a secret. <laughs>